I'm Jackie from Cape Town in South Africa. Andre from Brisbane. I'm Ben Wyler from Botswana. Jim Panton from Edinburgh in Scotland. I'm Lisa Bregnell from Christchurch, New Zealand. Nick Kidinji from Nairobi, Kenya. I'm Viggy from Tel Aviv in Israel. I'm Andy from Vancouver, Canada. This is Harish from Bangalore in India. I'm Brigitte Seiperstein from Frucht, the Netherlands. I'm Dougie Nisbet from Durham in the UK, and you're listening to Run with Coach Parry. Welcome back onto yet another edition of Run with Coach Parry. My name is Brad. Thank you once again for joining us today as we head ever closer to the 2019 Comrades Marathon. It seems to be on everybody's lips here in South Africa. Uh, if you're not running Comrades, I apologize. We've got uh, another Comrades uh, coaching call on today's podcast, but uh, I think we're going to have more and more as we build up to Comrades, but we will uh, be looking at marathons and 10Ks and 21s uh, very soon again as well. I do promise that. So do stick around, and I think you will get a lot out of today's coaching call. We catch up with Leslie Carlitz, uh, who is a member of the Coach Perry Online Training Club. If you'd like to find out more about that club, by the way, we are offering a free trial, a seven-day free trial. All you need to do is head over to coachperry.com forward slash join. You can get all the details there. Coming up on today's podcast, too, we'll announce the next winner in our hashtag Biogen Journey competition. We've been following James Hobbo Hobson's journey to the Ironman 70.3. He's still going great guns. And uh, we'll announce the next winner who shared their Biogen journey on social media. And if you'd like to win, all you need to do is use that hashtag Biogen journey. Tell us what you're training for, what you need help with, and we could make you a winner. Coming up next, we chat to Leslie Collins. Well, welcome on to this edition of Run, and we head to Pretoria today to catch up with another one of uh, the members of our Coach Perry Online Training Club, Leslie Carlitz. Leslie, welcome on to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. We've got Lindsay with us as well. Lindsay, welcome back. Nice to touch base with you too. Yep, always good to be on these calls, Brad. How's it, Leslie? Hi, Lindsay. Well, thanks yourself. Very good, thanks. Leslie, before I hand you over to, to Lindsay and, and we talk a little bit about your sort of running and goals and what you're working towards, let's let's find out more about you and uh, a bit of, of your background. How, how long have you been running and, and how did you get started? Okay, uh, long story short, uh, many years ago I did a bit of running, got lost, um, got caught up in life with kids and stuff, normal story. Um, kids grew up and then I actually about three years ago decided to get back onto it and um, Thank goodness for Park Run. That got me activated again. And yeah, we've been sort of on and off, on and off since then. Um, but we've been more serious. I've got a hobby. I've got a couple of other guys um, that I'm also sort of motivating because when I get started, I drive everybody nuts. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's basically my summary. Um, did a couple of, I've done a couple of marathons, I think about seven or eight now in the past three years, more or less. Um, some better, some a lot worse. And yeah, um, some of the stuff I didn't do with programs. Others I got like a runner's world program. Other time I actually last year I signed in. I took one of, um, Coach Perry's, um, time based programs, which I was very skeptical about because I thought, ooh, this doesn't work for me. I'm used to the distance thing. Um, but yeah, I was actually very surprised at, at how, um, good it was to my body. Um, yeah, results we'll chat about. No, no, no. <laughs> I was going to say that the time-based program, obviously it's worked because you're still with us. Yeah, no, no, I'm sold. I'm, I'm sold in, into it completely. And I actually, everybody says to me, so how far do you run this weekend? I said, no, how long do I run this weekend? You don't <laughs> ask me how far. I don't do the far anymore. My, my wife always jokes. She, she says we need to get t-shirts made for, for all the Coach Perry athletes that says Lindsay says. That, that's all it needs to say. 
Uh, yeah, no, I agree with that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's fantastic. Talk to me a little bit about park runs. Uh, I mean, it's funny, last week on the on the podcast, we spoke to, to Fahima, and she was talking about uh, sort of the role of park run in her running journey. It, it's an amazing event. I mean, it's obviously growing, not just here, but but globally. What, what do you love about it? What are, do you Do you travel around and run different ones, or do you tend to run the same one all the time? Well, uh, yeah, we just love the whole atmosphere, the vibe. It's good. It's a good way to get started. Um, it's motivational. And, yeah, it just shows you that you can and it, it gets you going. Um, yes, we have traveled and done a couple. If we are in an area, we actually look up and find out if there is one um, in the area or not. And, yeah, if we can, we obviously participate. But um, our park runs have uh, died down a lot because we – sort of chasing races more than we do anything else, you know, or, or the bigger events. Um, so our weekends get planned around running and where we can run and where we can see the country. Yeah, and it's quite a tough one, particularly if you're running races in Pretoria, Leslie. I mean, the, the races in Pretoria are traditionally on a Saturday, so that clashes with Parkrun. Uh, I think the Joburg guys have got it, got it a bit easier than the, than the Pretoria people. Yeah, no, that's true. But on Sundays, um, if we really want to, we can do um, what they do is the, the my run. It's yep. also the same sort of concept, just a, a off-road thing. But yeah, we don't do too many of those either. What, what would your local park run? What, what would you consider it to be? Uh, Fort Tracker Monument. Okay, cool. And that's yeah, that's quite a that's quite a nice one there. Yeah, it, it's nice. It was sad when it was stopped for a while. So we did the botanical gardens, which. Um, Personally, it's not a hot one because it was a lapper, and I'm not a very good lapper person. Um, but yeah, no, they've opened up the monument again, and we are absolutely smiling. So if we haven't got anything running on on a Saturday, then we sort of pop in there and say hi and just uh, go down memory lane again. Well, you you talk about chasing races. You you've got a couple of big goals for this year as well. Tell us a little bit about uh, what you what you're chasing. No, obviously. Um, I'm a novice. I, I want to do my first comrades. Um, it's been a dream ever since I was tiny. And yeah, my hubby is an absolute natural runner. And he, last year after we did, we did two oceans last year. And when he finished that, he said to me, okay, he thinks he's ready for, 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 for um, uh, comrades. So obviously when uh, entries opened, we just sort of jumped in and said, let's do it. So that's our biggest uh, milestone for this year. Um, obviously, very nervous, very confused, and um, yeah, just hoping that we're gonna. Well, I'm hoping I'm gonna get to the end. I know he will. I'm actually suspecting a silver medal for him, but yeah, we'll see how that goes. Well, we've got it on podcast now. No pressure. Uh, he's he's <laughs> he's in it for silver, <laughs> but but for you, I mean, how's how's the build up gone for you? Obviously, and, and I'm gonna say nervous is good. It's good to go in scared of a race like Comrades because uh, if you go in there, but too too overconfident and cocky, as I did in my first mm-hmm. one, thinking it was gonna be a walk in the park uh comrades has other ideas but going in there with a with a solid bit of respect for the race is a, is a good way how how's the build-up gone so far Leslie? well I've, um, I've been sticking to the, the program um the finisher program um as diligently as possible i mean it's sometimes it's not always possible one's got to be a bit flexible sometimes um I do get tired sometimes, and um, I think that might be due to weaker muscles and stuff um, working on that. Um, but basically, yes, a build-up is, it's, especially now, it's, it's getting a lot of mileage and stuff, and one does, you do feel tired. It does almost um, sort of border on, I would like to say, burnout in my case. Um, but 
generally, yeah, we are excited and totally confused and we are trusting the process that we're actually going to finish. <laughs> I love it. Well, I'm going to hand you over to Lindsay now. Lindsay's got your training questionnaire that we send out ahead of these calls and has got some background. Lindsay, your initial thoughts on, on where Leslie is right now? Yeah, so Leslie, I'm just going to put your mind at ease a little bit, hopefully. Um, and then, yeah, hopefully you prepared a, a few more specific questions to to ask. But I, I couldn't help but notice you, you referred yourself to yourself as a novice rather than a comrade's novice. And that, um, I was remarking to, to Fahima the other day too that that's, that's the disease of South African road running. You've done, you've done five, 50s in the last 12 months you've done a number of marathons over the over the years but you still consider yourself a novice um because you haven't done comrades but yes you are a comrades novice um but but not such a novice to running uh, yeah and and having completed two oceans last year that that really does give you a bit of an advantage so the only comment that i really have based on your your questionnaire um two actually is the first is that you are a little bit nervous because your only dam was a bit slower than you anticipated. And so for me, I just wanted to tell you that, that A, that that is absolutely fine. The time that you ran there still puts you well on track for a comfortable comrades finish. Um, Great to hear. It's, it's, you know, the thing that people never take into account is that Omni Dam is a really warm race. It's at altitude. And it's tough. I mean, there's nothing easier about Omni Dam and the, and the finish in particular is really tough having to come over Commando's neck and then to do that, uh, those rolling hills to the finish and that very long 2k climb up to the finish line. So it's, it's really a, a tough race and 614 actually puts you in with a fairly comfortable finish somewhere, somewhere in the, the 1130s. Um, so I know 30 minutes doesn't sound that comfortable, but it's 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 uh, gives you a bit of daylight. So I think that's the one thing is that from that point of view, you are on on track. Um, your Cape Town qualifying time was was reasonable, and your 10k time at 57 minutes, people can't see that. Um, also tells me that there's plenty of speed there, and the next 67 weeks, there's still lots of time to still boost that fitness and, and build your your confidence up a little bit. So you're doing okay where you are now. Um, you've got a lot more experience than you give yourself credit for. And in terms of your Omni Dam performance, you are on track to finish comrades. Thank you for that. That really puts me at a lot of ease. Good. So hopefully you've prepared some more specific uh, questions around either you know, running in general or, or the comrades prep. Uh, specifically, um, but yeah, really now's your opportunity to ask me whatever you wanted to ask in the past and haven't. Well, Lindsay, no, not too many um, particular questions. I am slightly concerned um, that my times uh, generally have slowed down. If I look at my marathon times over the period in, in three years, um, and that does concern me a lot because if you do the you know the maths the all those formulas that one gets to to work out what your your expected finishing time for comrades is going to be that that really truly worries me because that ma- I think that's what makes me the most nervous. Um, although you have now addressed that with the Omidam saying that I'm I'm going to be okay. 
Um, my mind is there. I know my biggest problem, and I'm not sure how to get over that one, is I always go out too fast. I don't know how to regulate that. I just cannot get that trigger in my, my system. It just doesn't work. And in the second half, I crash. Well, yeah. crash in terms of I, I, I do lose my speed there. Yeah. So, look, this is an extremely common issue. So, so you're not, you aren't alone. Um, and the, the only way to do that really is to early on in the race is to really take note of what speed you're running. And if you physically can't slow the pace down, then what you've got to do is increase the frequency of the walk breaks so that you do overall slow your pace down. And what those walk breaks do is they essentially just give you a break from the very high eccentric impact. So although, although I try not to get people to look at walk breaks as rest, you know, I, because I want you to still walk with purpose. You're still trying to get from, from A to B. So it's a brisk, brisk walk rather than uh, an amble. But that just, it changes the, 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 the rate at which your muscles are contracting and relaxing, and it changes the force with which you're hitting the ground. And it provides you just enough rest that it just, it will compensate for your inability to just slow yourself down. Because as you've experienced, if you don't slow yourself down at the beginning, you are struggling and slowing down as you get um, towards the, the end. I had a very interesting conversation with a, a female runner not not very long ago and she was asking me do i have to walk because i struggle to start running again once i've walked but what i am very good at doing is slowing down um a lot so that when i run the hills although i'm running and i'm not walking i really don't feel the hills so you know that she's essentially doing exactly the same thing that i'm asking people to do um, and that is to just really save their legs, especially on the climbs and especially with comrades being an upper. And those first 36 Ks are just so tough that you either need to find a way to go see, physically see, okay, I'm going too fast and now I'll slow myself down. And even if you have to do that repeatedly for the first three to five kilometers, then you should get into a bit of a rhythm and, and be able to slow yourself down. But if you really can't, walk breaks. Every three or so kilometers, one minute of walking. And when you hit the hills, to settle yourself on a routine that does something like two-minute run, one-minute walk, two-minute run, one-minute walk, all the way up just so that you can really save your legs. Uh, and that will help you to maintain a better average in the second half. Okay, fabulous. That's, that's going to help me quite a lot. I'm going to definitely try and apply that. Um, I did not mention... Um, this weekend, according to my program, I'm supposed to do a training uh, marathon. So um, the joint is ultra is obviously on the cards um, for Pretoria. So I've, I've entered for that. And I'm going to try and apply what you have now suggested. Um, see how it goes. And yes, I, I'd like to actually um, be able to give feedback on that. Yeah. And, and does that mean that you won't be doing oceans this year? No, we haven't entered Ocean okay. System. No, no, that's absolutely fine. No, I just wanted to check because that's the that's only two weeks between that and Oceans, which would be 
a lot of stress um, on your system. No, but that's perfect, and that's what you do need to do. You need to apply these things in some long training runs, or in this presents the perfect opportunity. You can apply a walk-around strategy, uh, see how that impacts you and allows you to run better in the second half, and then you can jump into the forum and give us some um, feedback, and we can chat uh, about how to modify that going forward. Okay, then um, specifically, if you say um, slowing down, what would sl- average slow down pace? What what would you suggest for me on my history? So for comrades, you are looking to run at around seven forty-five ish. Um, I just want to double check my maths here quickly, um, but you're looking at about seven forty-five per kilometer. Um, to give you a finishing time of actually even slower. You're looking, you, you want to be running at about seven, seven fifty-five. So I think for the purposes of this race and, and which would give us a really great experiment is to see how we go at about seven forty-five, seven fifty per kilometer. Um, and see how good that allows you to feel in the second half. So that's what I'd, I'd be aiming for. Your Omni Dam was run at about uh, 6.15 per kilometer. i do my maths right there. Um, so I don't have the records in front of me, sorry, but that doesn't so you, you No, you did seven and a half. Sorry, my maths wasn't good there. You did seven and a half minutes per K at Omni Dam. So if we aim for between 7.45 and 7.50 on Sunday, um, I think you're going to then see just how beneficial it is um, to to go out slower. So you you do need to take the the, the routing profile into account, and the first 24 k's of the Irene are much easier than the second 25. So bearing in mind that we're looking at about trying to run about 745 to 750 per K probably means that you will be running about 720-ish per K for the first half of the race, but it should feel very, very, in fact, it should feel just that little bit too easy, especially because you're running downhill, but then that should then allow you to run up to the finish at about 8, 805 per K. So essentially on the hills, you're aiming for just over 8, and on the on the downs, you're aiming for just over seven. That's kind of your pacing strategy for um, for Sunday. Okay, fabulous, thanks. And then, um, obviously, uh, my qualifying time was was sort of a really touch and go qualifying time for comrades, um, which puts me in in the seating batch right at the back. Do you think I should work towards anything better than that, or should I just stick to what I'm doing at the moment? No, I wouldn't. And the main reason why I, I say don't is because it's going to save you two minutes on race day. But on, on the, on Sunday, you, if you run hard enough to get yourself out of that, out of F and into G, we don't know how that's going to impact on your training for the next two weeks. And the next two weeks of training is actually quite important. You know, we are now in the important part of training comrades and you, you can improve your fitness a lot in the next six to seven weeks. So I would look at everything as training rather than trying to improve on seating. 
and you can make yourself in the next six to seven weeks, you can make yourself a 10 to 15 minutes better comrades runner. And by racing hard on Sunday, you don't, you'll lose that opportunity to be able to make yourself that better runner, but you'll only score yourself two minutes on race day. Yeah, Leslie, if I can just jump in there as well. Lindsay and I actually, we, we recorded a video that actually went live this morning as we chatting to you. So if you check out our YouTube feed or, uh, the Lindsay Perry Facebook page, there's a video there that we speak exclusively about chasing seedings for comrades at this time in your training and why it's, why it's important exactly what Lindsay just explained. So that'll go into a bit more detail and I think you'll get a lot out of that. Okay, fabulous. I'll do that. Thanks. Okay, then I think that's basically my questions for now. Um, I did have a bit of a back issue, and I thought, uh, and that was particularly after Umidam, um, I thought that maybe it was too much strain on my body and that I wasn't um, in good enough shape, although I am doing the running as much as I can. Um, in terms of the program, I'm really trying to stick to it really, as I said, as diligently as I can. Um, so I was just concerned, but yeah, they said it's a bit of a degeneration there and they're not too concerned. They're not stopping me from running. So, um, I'm not hundred percent sure, um, if the double distance is going to kill me or if I'm going to be okay. So look, if, if, if the, it is from a degenerative disc, it's not from, it's not from you overdoing or not being ready for the, for the 50 K that this will get irritated from time to time. I see you are busy doing, um, some strength classes and uh, you know, some of those strength classes are CrossFit. So you also are going to have to be a little bit careful about what movements you do around your back. But, but also if you have a good CrossFit instructor, instructor and you, you mention your back problems, you, they should also be able to incorporate a few exercises into your routine that will help to to um, stabilize and strengthen all the muscles around your lower spine uh, and that will go a long way to help stopping your back from getting irritated when you're running so no i'm not too um i'm not too too worried that that the back was caused by only done and it is going to flare up from time to time strength training and some exercise is actually going to be it's going to be good for your back. So, yeah. Okay. Then um, previously you were advertising um, that we should do uh, strength and conditioning with our running program, which I actually downloaded a program, um, followed it a little while, and then we got not bored but got caught up with life again and uh, ended up going back to boot camp and CrossFit. Um, would you recommend that I must um, maybe download one of those programs again and rather not do CrossFit or can I just carry on with my CrossFit um, under guidance of my coaches are really looking after me and, and very concerned about my back? If they're looking after you, um, then I'm, I'm comfortable with that. Um, and as I said, if they can just give you, you know, the, it's, it's, there's two or three Exercise and 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 funny enough, some of the whole body movements are also really good for stabilizing the lower back. As long as you, as you say, you're under supervision and doing them properly. You know, a, a deadlift is something that most people will, will have a heart attack if I have to tell someone with a sore back to do a deadlift. But a deadlift and a squat done with really good technique um, is such a good way of, of stabilizing the muscle and strengthening the muscles around that lower spine that are there to stabilize the lower spine. So if it's supervised, 
um, and they also just give you a few um, slightly less risky um, exercises than those to do, then, then I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable that you're better off doing exercises right under supervision than doing slightly um, or, or possibly better exercises for your lower back, but we're not 100% sure that you're doing those correctly. Okay, no, fabulous. Then, then thank you very much. I, I think I am a lot more comfortable, still nervous, very super excited. <laughs> um, can't wait. I'm not an uphill person. We're doing that this year for my hubby, and um, we've got an agreement we'll do the down for me next year. Yeah. Okay. Yo, Lizzie, you're in the right place. If you've got any questions between now and and, the, and and Comrades Race Day, you know where to ask him. Get into the forum and 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 put your mind at ease. Uh, Lindsay's, as you know, Lindsay's in there. Marcus is in there answering questions. So uh, that's what we built that thing for was exactly to give people peace of mind in the build up to Comrades. So uh, yeah, best of luck and and just finally to wrap up, you obviously been with us uh, for for a little while now. You, your experience of the the Coach Perry Online Training Club. I think it's a fabulous tool. Um, like I say, I'm sold. Um, as far as I go, that's what I talk about. Nobody can can um, down shoot you guys in any way. I actually did a race a while ago where someone said, he doesn't think that this Coach Perry thing works. And I said to him, I think you've got the wrong guys. Um, do it properly and uh, it makes a massive difference because I actually on um, uh, two of my races just before that, I actually improved on the one 32K. I think I improved 22 minutes. Um, last year as opposed to this year and the other one was uh, it was actually the the tips um best made 42 that i did and i improved 24 minutes on my time on that one so um, i'm sold and i think it's an amazing uh, forum i think you guys help it in the guys a lot and uh, yeah it's, it's just great to have you guys available Brilliant. it's really good to have you around well, Thank Lindsay, you very much. We, we love having you around, and we appreciate you, and, and best of luck on, on Sunday. Let us know how that, that run-walk strategy goes. Pop into the forums if you've got any questions afterwards. And, and yeah, let's let's continue helping you get your comrades medal uh, this year. It's, it's exciting and uh, nervous. You, you oscillate between the two. You're never quite sure how you feel, and uh, it's going to be an amazing day out. You, you're doing the work, and you're going to get rewarded. Well, I hope so because it's a day after my birthday, so I better make it. No, no big, part, no big partying yeah. the night before. Unfortunately, yeah. you're going to have to say that for after the race. Yeah, no, absolutely, and I'm going to do that after the race with a medal in my hand. Fantastic. Well, Leslie, it's been great catching up. Best of luck, and uh, yeah, we look forward to chatting in the forums. Thank you very much. Thank you very much to Leslie and the coach for that. So I hope you enjoyed it, uh, Leslie. It was great to, to catch up. And uh, before we go, uh, just a couple of things I need to take care of. I mentioned last week on the podcast that as a team, uh, the the guys and girls here at Coach Perry are going to be at the Old Mutual Two Oceans Expo for the three days uh, building up to the race. And we want to see you there. Okay, We've got our own stand. Uh, it's smack bang in the middle of uh, the Cape Town International Convention Center. It's uh, across the walkway, I believe, from the Old Mutual stand, so you can't miss us. Uh, if you are looking for us, just look for the Old Mutual stand, walk around it, and you will find us. But we are looking forward to meeting you. We love going to these sorts of expos. We've been doing it at Comrades for a couple of years. 
but it's going to be the first time we're going to be at Two Oceans. Uh, and we'd love to meet you. If you've been listening to the podcast or watching our videos or, or reading our emails over the years, uh, we'd love for you to come and say hi. We, are, uh, we love meeting runners. And uh, often, Lindsay, myself, and the rest of the team, we do things online and we don't get to actually put a face to the names. We see lots of names and we interact online, but we don't really get to meet people. And this is an opportunity to come and hang out with Team Coach Perry. So please look for us at the Expo. We'd love to, to see you. Uh, if you need some final advice on pacing and that sort of thing for Oceans as well, uh, we will be there so uh, come pop by sit on the couch have a chat uh, and uh, we'd love to catch up we're also going to have some amazing giveaways so you're definitely not going to want to miss that and we also are putting one or two offers together that we've never uh, done before some great value on our training programs or on the training platform so if you head past the stand uh, come and check what we're up to and you could possibly get yourself a great deal on some training uh, during the weekend as well before we get into our Biogen journey winner just a quick pop into the success forums on the Coach Perry online training platform uh, and today's uh, success forum post was from Lisa Crum Nickel uh, Lisa says hi coaches I've been really struggling with the angel on my left shoulder telling me comrades training is going fine and the devil on my right shoulder telling me that maybe I should do more mileage and run fast or do more and and ands uh, I think a lot of people can relate to that, Lisa. She says, yesterday was the first time trial in quite a while, and I wanted to test my progress. I ran my last PB in 37.10 towards the end of last year and haven't been close to it for a while. I might have set out a little too fast uh, at 4.20, but made sure my heart rate was not too high and then tried to maintain it at 4.30. The last three kilometers are mainly climbing, so my pace dropped to 5.05. Either way, I'm super happy to have run a 35.45 and happy to go back to my current training plan. Thank you for all your support and tips. That's amazing. From a 37.10 to a 35.45 PB. So it's a minute and a half essentially taken off a a time trial PB. It's amazing, Lisa. Well done. Congratulations. You're doing the work. You're ticking those blocks green uh, in the Coach Parry Training Club and uh, the rewards are starting to come. Keep following following the program and you will be rewarded at Comrades. Uh, Of that, I have no doubt. Before I go, the winner in our hashtag Biogen Journey competition. Up for grabs, we have got a a three-month access pass to the Coach Perry Online Training Club. Uh, And all you need to do is share your Biogen Journey on social media. And we could be making you a winner. Up for grabs as well is a Biogen hamper. And congratulations to Tsepiso uh, Lekidlane who uh, tweeted uh, hashtag Biogen Journey on Twitter. Uh, uh, Tsepiso, you are a winner. Congratulations. I'll reach out to you via Twitter and we'll make sure we get that prize to you. So congratulations. Thanks for being part uh, of Team Coach Perry. We really appreciate it. We're looking forward to having you on the training platform for the next three months as well. Until next week, from myself, Brad, and the coach, it's cheers. Cheers.